Welcome to the High Performing Human Podcast, where we talk about how you can reach your potential as an athlete through nutrition, fitness, recovery, and everything in between. I'm your host, Hannah Boyle, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 16 of the High Performing Human Podcast. So today we're going to talk about a couple things, mostly underfueling and low energy availability. So when we talk about these two things, what we're talking about is not giving your body enough nutrients in order to fuel all of your activity and do your basic day-to-day body processes. So what a lot of people don't realize is that if you were to sit on the couch, watch Netflix all day, not do anything, you're still burning a large amount of calories. In fact, that's where most of your calorie burn comes from is just what your body has to do even at rest. So that means whether we're active or not, we need to be sure that we're giving our body enough nutrients to do even those things. Because if we don't, then our body basically just starts to get stressed out and things start to kind of get out of whack. So what I wanted to mention first off is that underfueling is not always intentional. So sometimes we are restricting calories, we're in a calorie deficit, maybe in a larger calorie deficit than we need to, or we don't really understand what our needs are or understand how much we actually need, and we just aren't eating enough. But on the other hand, sometimes we're just so active, and this happens a lot with higher level athletes, the activity level is so high and the calories that we are burning is so high that we're just not taking in enough food even though we are eating regular meals, having regular snacks, trying to balance those meals. Sometimes it's still just not enough and we have to actually make a more conscious effort to get in enough calories. So what's the problem with underfueling? What's the problem with low energy availability? Well, The issue is, is that, as I mentioned, your body really does need those nutrients and things can start to kind of go awry. Things start to not happen correctly when it comes to body processes, your hormones get off, your everything just kind of goes into this weird survival mode. So, What happens with low energy availability is that you intake your calories and it's not enough to both cover your activity and your day-to-day functioning that your body has to do. So what we're doing is is we're fueling that activity, but then when it comes down to it, we're not giving our body enough to do some of the basic things it needs to do. So our body needs nutrients and needs a certain number of calories in order to make sure that we are able to rebuild muscle, make sure that we are able to refuel those muscle stores of um, glycogen, which is just the form of sugar that is the storage form of sugar in our muscles. So we need to make sure that we can restore that. 
And then we also need, you know, enough nutrients in order to produce hormones, in order to fuel our brain, in order to fuel all different sorts of things in our body. And if we don't have that, things start to go wrong. And I don't think that people realize how many things can go wrong. And it's not just, oh, you'll lose weight. No, it's so much more than that. It's some people uh, actually have an issue where if they are in a weight loss journey and they're in a calorie deficit that's too large or in a calorie deficit for too long, they see a plateau because their body is just like, nope, we're not doing this anymore. We need to, you know, hold on to this uh, energy and we need to store it. But then also we go into some of the performance aspects. So if you're not fueling your body adequately, you're not going to see the gains in muscle mass that you might want. You're not going to see the gains in strength that you might want. You may not have enough energy to give you an adequate replenishing of those glycogen stores in order to perform well in your upcoming workouts and you're just continually depleting those things and it's going to lead to more issues the longer and longer that you do it. So those are some of the obvious kind of things like yeah obviously if we're not fueling properly we're not going to perform as well but it gets a little bit deeper than that. So we can start to see issues with gastrointestinal problems. We can start to see issues with irritability, fatigue. Those are some of the things that we notice on the outside, but we can also start to see issues on a more internal level. And this would require additional testing, obviously, but bone density will decrease. And we would see issues with other things like injuries that can be associated with poor bone mineral density. So for example, if you are an athlete that experiences stress fractures frequently, it might be a good idea to look into your bone health, look into different vitamin and minerals that you might be missing or look at your total energy intake. Some people might have issues with infections and illnesses because you don't have the nutrients needed to make sure that your immune system is up to par. When we stress our bodies, our immune system is more susceptible to picking up disease. Then we also run into, for females especially, hormone issues. So I talked about this when I had my friend Alexis on the podcast and we talked about when we went into some talk of disordered eating about absent or irregular periods. And a lot of female athletes will wear this as a badge of honor. And I know that I had some of those same disordered thoughts in the past, like, oh, if I don't have a menstrual cycle, that means that my body fat is low enough and that means that I am 
more elite or you know something along those lines but really it is super harmful to your hormone health it is not a good thing it's not okay and it actually causes issues down the road so we can see from research that female athletes that do have issues with hormone health irregular menstrual cycles or even absent menstrual cycles will actually end up having more fertility issues down the line and that is something that may not be thought about in the present it may not be an issue right now but when we look at things in the future it's really important to look at how what you're doing now is impacting your health going forward now as i mentioned before it's not always intentional We could just be not giving ourselves enough energy because we are outputting so much. So it's not always associated with disordered eating. So even if you're like, well, I don't have disordered eating thoughts. I eat enough food. I'm not worried about my weight. I'm, you know, I eat when I'm hungry, this and that. There still might be an issue with energy availability. You still actually might be under fueling. And so it's really important to be on the lookout for some of these signs and symptoms to make sure that you are actually getting enough. So I talked a little bit about some of the symptoms that um, are more apparent. So obviously we have some physical things in terms of strength. We can look at, you know, maybe injuries, illness, but also looking at mental health. Depression, anxiety, that can be due to underfueling as well. And that is something that we need to keep in mind. So I always think it's really interesting to look at the bigger picture. And especially as an athlete, you really need to make sure that if you are experiencing any of these symptoms, that you do take a look at your eating patterns as well. Um, If you're not sure whether or not you're getting enough food, you should really consult a professional, uh, especially if, you know, your sport is a big portion of your life. If it, you know, collegiate athletes, professional athletes, high-level elite athletes, like your sport is a pretty big part of your life. So we need to make sure that what you're doing in terms of nutrition is helping you reach that potential that you have. Now, I'm not saying that it's less important for any other types of athletes. I'm just looking at long term, we need to make sure that, I mean, you guys that are higher level are going to be doing this probably for a longer period of time. So it's really important that we're not going so long with these nutritional issues. We want to look at, okay, what's going to happen in the long run? So If you're under eating right now, just know that that can have a huge impact on your future as an athlete or just general overall health. And I don't think that we look at that enough. We're, you know, in the here and now we, you know, are like, okay, well, this is, you know, if if it is something that's intentional, we're like, okay, weight loss, body composition changes. This makes me, you know feel lighter. This makes me, you know, 
feel like I'm doing something better. I have the aesthetic of an athlete, but really it there's so much more to it than that. And we need to understand that our body is going to be negatively impacted by some of those things. So the biggest thing is, is that we need to make sure that we are managing our energy intake well. And this can be hard sometimes. This can be difficult whether you are a student athlete that has to worry about class times or you know the availability of food or if you are a busy adult that is an active individual and maybe just has some issues when it comes to you know finding time to eat you're on the road you have kids all of that kind of thing it it can be tough but i really do encourage a structured eating pattern wherever possible so knowing that you are going to have three planned meals a couple planned snacks throughout the day is really ideal and also note that your appetite is not always going to be a good indicator of what you need for fuel So I am all about listening to hunger cues when you have them, but sometimes those hunger cues will not always be there, especially if we have been under fueling for so long. When we under fuel for a long period of time, our body actually works against us and creates hormones that makes us feel like we don't have an appetite. So we need to make sure that we're turning on those hunger cues, but also the energy needs of an active individual and high-level athletes are so high that our body may not feel hungry all the time. So it's important to make sure that we are hitting those fueling needs whether we feel the need to eat or not. If we need to, we can implement you know, supplements, stuff like that. If we really find like I don't have time, like I need, you know, a shake or something on the go to increase my calories, like that's something to talk about. But that's also something that we put in after the fact. My, you guys know, my outlook is always food first. So I want to figure out what we can do with food before we start adding supplementation. Honestly, if you are looking at planning to decrease your energy intake, I would kind of make sure that you note how you feel now and also make sure that you keep track of some of those things that I mentioned in terms of injury, even muscle soreness, performance, strength, and make sure that you are not having any issues with those things and you're not seeing negative impacts from creating a calorie deficit. Of course, I always recommend working with a professional in order to make sure that you're fueling adequately. And I think every time I talk to a new potential client, there's always something brought up about how the world that we live in today, there's so much mixed information when it comes to nutrition and diet, and that can be really difficult to navigate. So that's another reason to consult a professional to make sure that what you're doing is healthy, what you're doing is right for you and that you're going to be successful with what you decide to do and moving towards your goals. What I wanted to just reiterate is that low energy availability and undereating is a serious problem that not only has an impact on you now, but also later in life. 
and that it's not always intentional. So especially high level athletes, we need to be very conscious of the food that we're intaking and make sure that we check ourselves every once in a while to make sure that what we're doing is really adequate fuel for our body. We want to make sure that we are well-rounded, high-performing athletes now, but also that we are healthy adults in the future. We are healthy humans as time goes on, and we're looking at the long term as well. So that's just my little rant on low energy availability and underfueling. I just find that, I mean, honestly, most of my clients, when they come to me, I have them fill out a food log for a few days. And for the most part, a lot of them are not intaking enough calories. Even though they think they are, it's just actually not happening. And they don't realize it or they don't realize really how much they need. Um, I've shared with you guys before, I am a small human. I am five foot two and I think I weighed 125 pounds at the doctor this morning. And I need for my activity level probably close to 2,500 calories. And I have full grown, um, you know, male adults eating less than 2,000. And they're going to need a lot more than me. So, you know, I I think that we are spun into this idea that we need to eat low calorie all the time, which is also an issue. And then we kind of just get caught up in all these things. But really take a look at what you're doing for yourself. Make sure you're fueling adequately and let's make sure that we are reaching your potential and so that way you can be the best athlete that you can be. So that's my little rant for today. If you guys have any questions about fueling, under fueling, low energy availability, whether you're getting enough or not, um, I would be more than happy to answer any questions. So go ahead and find me on social media or shoot me an email. You can find me on social media at HPH Nutrition. And that's on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. My website is www.hphnutrition.com. And I look forward to talking to you guys again soon.